put on those headphones because this, this is soundproof. Welcome back, people. I'm your host, the noises from your parents' bedroom, the memory of which you have repressed for the past 20-something years. And on today's episode, we are going to talk about keygen music, the sound of stealing software. Imagine the following. The year is 1998. Your family just got a brand new home computer, and it's connected to the internet. Oh man, are you ready to surf and explore the vast cyberspace that Well, uh, I hope you got some time to wait for a while after clicking a link and... While you wait, you can wreck up your parents' phone bill. Oh man, if there was something to... PC Magazine's editor's choice for offline browsers. Teleport Pro is an all-purpose high-speed tool for getting data from the internet. Launch up to 10 simultaneous retrieval threads, access password-protected sites, filter files by size and type, search for keywords, and much, much more. The most fully featured and robust web spider available. Yes. Teleport Pro yes. handles today's more complex websites flawlessly. No more waiting for slow pages to download. No more clicking on links for hours only to find garbage at the end of your trail. Only $49.95. And so this is the moment. This is the moment where a penniless, innocent juvenile like you becomes a ruthless, thieving criminal. See, you don't have $50 loose to spend on a web browser, but what you do have is the free trial version you can download from their site. Okay, now what? You want the real deal though, right? So you click on upgrade to pro, right? But there it is. Enter a registration key. They want you to enter a combination of letters and numbers that you probably get if you fork over the 50 bucks. Hmm. Hey, this one kid, Kevin, he's got an older brother. And that guy smokes cigarettes behind the dumpster behind your high school and he told you once about this thing called key generators. A key generator? You, you need a key, right? And... Without paying for it, you probably need something to generate that key. Luckily for you, a gang of knowledgeable scoundrels, pirates, hackers, crackers here, I mean, dis I mean despicable criminals that call themselves BRD. See, they have written a nifty little program that you, the thieving scum you are, quickly downloaded. After waiting what felt like hours, you opened the program with your tiny thieving fingers shaking in anticipation. Without hesitation, you click on the button that says Generate Key. Whoa! The shady executable is filled to the brim with vibrant and colorful logos that show off the cracker's skills at coding music, art and animation, all while helping you steal that program. It seems they cracked the software corporation's algorithm, which that company used to generate their own unique keys. Well, thanks to these BRD show-offs, this algorithm is now at your fingertips. But what is that awesome music you're hearing right now? Well, this, my young and soon-to-be-jailed friend, is the music of stealing software. The infamous and timeless sound of keygen tracker music. But how did this music get into a super small program that is meant to generate keys to steal software, you ask? Well, we have to go way back for this one. 
back to when computers started to make actual music, as opposed to just blaring out an occasional annoying beep. You're now listening to Rob Hubbard's masterpiece soundtrack that he coded for the game Commando. He's one of the most revered composers to have ever produced music for one of the first affordable home computers. The 1983 powerhouse packing a whopping 8-bit, the legendary Commodore 64. This machine's audio device, the legendary SID chip, short for a sound interface device, is still highly sought after today. Remember last episode? Yeah, that's sought after. Mr. Hubbard was not only proficient with programming this chip to put out catchy bangers for early 2D shooters, but he pushed this thing's limits by experimenting and exploring the sounds that the hardware's creators never intended, blasting through the limitations that the tiny three-channel sound generator was thought to be able to do. According to the awesome book Freaks, the brief history of the computer demo scene, Ron Hubbard was one of the most productive of all C64 musicians, and he composed a lot of more famous tunes besides Commando. Um, they list some more notable ones like Crazy Comets, Monty on the Run, Sanction, with two X, War, um, and they even say that sometimes a bad game only kept selling because of Rob's music. He not only laid the groundwork for the complex video game soundtracks of today, but he was spearheading a movement. A movement of cerebral artists using so-called tracker software and bare-bones programming to make the audio devices of their computers play lovely, lovely chiptune music. Some of these musicians were part of illegal crews like the one mentioned earlier, and they began to flex their skills in so-called crack throws. A crack was an illegally acquired and copied version of a program, usually a game, and the crack throw was the crack team's chance to show off and make their presence in the underground scene known to all other crews out there. The crew placed a short intro into the program, so when you opened it, you knew exactly who delivers cracked games the fastest, so you don't have to pay for them with your pocket money. Oh, and by the way, listen to this awesome tune. We, the German crew Strike Force, made to go along with those sweet 8-bit graphics advertising our name before you get to play the game we stole for you. And let's read up about the first Cracker Group Jedi in the wonderful book I mentioned earlier, Freaks. The first Cracker Group's name, Jedi, was an abbreviation from the members' names. Oliver Jopik, Ojo, Oliver Eichhammer, 1103, Oliver Thomas Dietz, OTD, and I stood for Incorporated. Other crackers worked alone like ECA in 1998, but just like the members of Jedi, he also worked on legal projects like development of games and user software. ECA was the cracker who invented the term release, as he was the first who distributed released his cracks nicely packed with trainer attached under his own cracker handle. Kotzbrocken was uh, actually two persons, Carsten Schramm and Boris Schneider. Schneider's name might be familiar for some as he wrote the most detailed book about the programming of the Commodore 1541 floppy drive. The cracker scene was flourishing around 1985. New groups were formed worldwide. A kind of competition arose. Who can crack the game faster? 
who can display his name more beautiful to the title screen. This competition soon led to these names disappearing from the games themselves, and they created individual programs which ran first before the game was executed. These programs displayed the Kraken Group's name with spectacular graphical effects and music. These were the Cracker's intros, also referred as Cracktros. They were mostly alike, as they were all made for the same purpose. They weren't yet made for an artistic purpose, but just want to tell the world that someone was here and cracked the program. Strengthening competition led to better and better Cracktros with smarter effects and more stylish music. The general Cracktro format was the following. The group's name or logo was standing in the middle of the screen and sometimes waving, bouncing, rotating, etc. Under, over, behind or somewhere, there is a scrolling text running, sometimes also not simply running but twisting, waving, sometimes mirrored on the other end of the screen. This tells the history and date, the crack, and then comes the obligate greetings to other teams. Sometimes the contact address of the cracker was also in the scroller, but not for long as not only the police could read it, but also little kids whining for free games. Man, the guys who wrote that book are just so knowledgeable and have been around that scene for like a hundred years. I can't recommend this book enough to you guys. So, the year now is 1985 and Commodore's second stroke of genius just hit the personal computer market like a meteor. Tracker software became more widely available and the PC's audio generators became more and more sophisticated. Uh, tracker software enabled more and more musicians to more easily program their device's sound chips. These tracker programs let you write essentially a list of samples, sounds, waveforms, pitches and noises that your sound device is to put out. And you decide in what speed and in what order those sounds are to be played and by which of the synth chip's oscillators. You essentially write sheet music for your computer's sound device. The tracker program then takes this sheet music you wrote and packages it into a neatly packaged <laughs> module file. And these usually ended in .mod. Their file size is stupidly small for containing whole masterpieces of music. They, they only contain the information that is relayed to a tiny synthesizer in your PC, after all. It is this tiny sound chip then that does the heavy lifting with the music. And more channels, more bits, more musicians, more crews of pirates cracking and later on writing key generator programs and here we are. Chip tune heaven. This is the music that played when you wanted to generate a key to the Teleport Pro web browser. It is ranked number one of all time in the top 100 charts of the badass keygenmusic.org. And deservedly so. You don't need to steal software anymore to enjoy these artists' work. The crack tro as well as the tracker music scene has mostly distanced themselves from its criminal past and now fully embraces its artistic nature. Still creating beautiful and vibrant ASCII art that is animated to the tune of masterfully programmed music. They call themselves the demo scene nowadays and they still hold demo parties to this day where veterans of the underground piracy days meet new artists and they share their love of programming vintage personal computers to do things their manufacturers never could have dreamed of. 
you can experience their obscure sonic art by downloading a module file player from the keygenmusic.org website and listen your way down the top 100 charts. All those tunes are pretty awesome. Oh, and you remember the music from the Teleport Pro Keygen, you know, the one you're listening to right now? Well, while the crew called BRD released this cracking tool, the music, it probably was a tracker artist named Quasar who made the song that played when you used their cracking tool. This is Quasar's track, Klappo Bird from 1995. Quasar was as you no doubt hear, extremely gifted in programming electronica and looking into him I found out that his name is Axel Christopher Headforce. He goes by Axwell today and he's a member of a small obscure Swedish um, house project called the Swedish House Mafia. That's right, from such obscure beginnings, playing the bedrooms of pimple teenagers trying to steal software, to playing stadiums full of thousands of people. Hats off to you, Axel, and thank you for making some of the best damn key gen music there ever was. As to why I didn't cover Cracktro music in general, I think it comes down to like a very satisfying little aspect that I love about key gen, which I think makes it special among the sounds of software piracy. You see there's this little trill sound, this little portamento, when, when they shift between two tones, it's just so satisfying to me. This category of chiptune is, is very flamboyant, it's very embellished in a way. They use a lot of trills and tremolos and portamentos to slide in between the pitches. Pay attention to these examples as the pitch slowly approaches the correct note and this release I think is the the satisfying nature of this kind of music. Also you have heard these kinds of embellishments in classical and acoustic music before. You can bend the string on a guitar like this or you can turn up the portamento knob on most uh, keyboards and synthesizers and two tones played in alteration like this that slowly turn into like this very satisfying embellishment like this. Anyway, thank you for pirating this episode of Soundsworth. And to play us out, here is one of my all-time favorites, the song Unreal Superhero 3. Wow, three E's. This absolute slapper played if you tried to steal Winamp Pro with the dynamite keygen. I want to play you these masterpieces all day long. Enter these titles into YouTube and let it take you down a beautiful chiptune rabbit hole. Beautiful Insanity by Disease, Dead Feelings by Carter slash Outbreak, and from 2009 the lovely Sleepy Sunflower by Hyo-chan, which could be heard if you stole Portal 2 back then. Thanks to the hosters of pgenmusic.org for keeping the internet an interesting place. Thank you to everyone that archives old new tracker music along with the original mod files like files.seam.org. Martin Fleeman, thanks you for keeping that 12-year-old YouTube trailer for a Swedish 8-bit music festival up. Its music makes me so very happy. It's called En Festival i Ach. Yeah, I'm not even gonna try that. Sorry, Swedish people. 
there are links in the show notes to all those things, including one where you can record stuff on your phone and it's directly sent into my brain. Try it out and make it interesting so I might use it in a future episode. Also, shout out to Tamas Polgar, aka Tomcat of the Mad Wizards crew, still out there making sick Amiga demos and for writing the book Freaks, The Brief History of the Computer Demo Scene. It's a great book and you should check it out. May your scales always be moist. You will be hearing from me, Gear Grand, out.